Hey, that wasn't bad. There was no difference then. Yeah. No, no, no. There wasn't. No, it was okay. all the same. Oh, cool. Look at this kill. Hey, look at that. Uh, we'll explain why we did a clapping <laughs> intro later on in the episode. First things first. Hello, everyone. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That is I. You're listening to the Chain Rant Podcast, and if you didn't know, it is an explicit show. Uh, so you got five seconds. It's going to get real explicit today. You're going to get real explicit in our <laughs> fucking inbox after this one. Uh, you got five seconds of something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck uh, you, service uh, bands. Uh, <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> or or uh, in a language they would understand. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> uh, or or let's let's uh, let's do. Uh, fuck drones out of out of uh, tune. Okay, ready? You, ready? you start. Fuck. So you can't help but go into it. Yeah, no. Fuck. You, you're moving to me too. Yeah. That's it's a, so hard to a actually do it wrong. It's, it's very hard to get it wrong. You you change uh, you change in harmony. Yeah, it's wild. It's very reminiscent of a conversation we had with Aaron at Flagstaff. He's talking about like uh, you know easing off your drones to your channer and like attacking a little more and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, well, you know, your channer's a little flat. You're easing off. So your drones come into your channer. You cut out. Right. You sound, you sound like a poopy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay. Listeners, welcome. Welcome. And thank you for joining us. It's good to be back in the comfort of our studio um, with a nice cold Red Bull in one hand and a nice frothy Jameson in the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like everyone to know that they can review the show and should. If you haven't already reviewed the show, give us give us whatever uh, rating you think is fair on the podcast listening platform of your choice. Send us a screenshot to channeran at gmail.com or any of the social channels. We'll mail you a sticker. That's not hard. Yeah, should, we, should we offer something more than a sticker? I don't feel like their opinion is worth more than a sticker. I think the people that care about stickers have already done it. So how do we get the other? What if I got new stickers made? Tell you what we'll do. I haven't got approval for this, but tell you what we'll do. From whom? You'll um, from Mary Queen of Lakes. But okay. we will send you nudes of Mary if you give us a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the modeling shots, it's going to be worth it. Uh, I just have to talk her into sending me them so I can send them to you. I'm but, about to say there goes there goes the <laughs> there goes the desktop image on my laptop. Thanks. <laughs> now everybody's going to have it. Oh my goodness! Yes. Uh, um, listeners, give us some reviews. Send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. You can call in. Jesus Christ! Ring the bell. <laughs> Drink. It's got, it's got a wire in it. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things. God damn that bell. There we go. There we go. Uh, you can call in at 702, uh, if you're international, plus one, 702-483-7762. That's 702 buttfuck. It's not actually it. <laughs> yeah, just go by the number actually. Or no, what do we say it was? Buttfuck? <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook. Instagram, we're so close to a thousand. And as soon as I posted a thing in the Discord, like, guys, we're close to a thousand. Like, invite your friends to like the channel and Instagram. People just started unsubscribing because our fans are cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. It was really, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a really funny bit. Like, you got to give them props for that. But I was like, oh, oh you, it's great. I was like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Everybody's a fucking comedian. <laughs> uh, check us out on Twitter. It's all at Chan And if you're Australian, you can hit us up on Snapchat, although I don't check that. We probably have a hundred nude snaps that we just have not even been checked. If you if I tell Fusco that it could contain tits because it's Snapchat, he might actually manage that account. 
I probably would look at it more often. But I, I know it's going to be Honey <laughs> Bourbon's tits. You know it's going to be, or or Uncle Chop's uh, fucking asshole. <laughs> You're looking at a bunch of Australian balloon nut. <laughs> Check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. Become a patron. This episode is brought to you by our lovely patrons, those people who pay $5 a month to uh, support these assholes and keep the light 17 lights on that we have. We do have a lot of lights now. We actually look reasonably good with soft lighting. Like yeah, the new colors give us a little more skin tone. Well, we're we're <laughs> like a we're like Northern Irish eights and American sixes. <laughs> oh, you're giving us a lot of credit there. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. Uh, you can uh, invite. Oh, uh, we have annual membership at Patreon for 10 percent off, and you get discounts on our sweet, sweet, sweet ass merch. That's right. You too can wear the Chanarant bikini. It turned out good. Although I think we we need to update it. It needs it needs uh, more flair. I wish they had more color options. We're slightly limited by our dropshipping company, but that's okay. Uh, can we add? Can we add like a a channer? Like you know, we originally want to do like a cross thing, but mm-hmm. a channer with like a dilly. Yeah, probably. I could draw that. <laughs> Will they uh, print anything? I mean, do, or do they have limits? Will they like? I'm assuming it's like some company in the Ukraine, so they'll probably print whatever. <laughs> Like when you watch when you if you sign up for this site and you're like oh like how do I set up my billing they're like welcome printful customer we would like to tell you <laughs> it's like, it's like oh okay right, we're going that way is that how it works like, wait yeah. that turned out a little that turned out a little more like Middle Eastern than, than Russian but it was close enough maybe Turkish somewhere in the middle somewhere somewhere <laughs> around there not America I'll tell you that uh, hey Fosco yes Josh <laughs> you know what really uh, fucking pisses on my headstone. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Josh? <laughs> uh, a thing that we've talked about on the show before, and we've t- and it's come back up recently due to some events. Uh, people who play gigs they're not qualified to play, and not just gigs that are not qualified to play, but usually like uh, very kind of sacred, public, very sacred, very public uh, funerally type events. Yep, and uh, especially those for fallen service members, like cops, firefighters, medics, those kinds of people. And uh, sending them off to Valhalla <laughs> with a shitty fucking rendition of a tune. They're spinning in their graves as the great Joe Brady. Yeah, that, uh, that fucking, that kinks my cock. <laughs> it certainly does. We're going to get into that and much more. On well, actually, episode, actually, no. Not you're only. listening to episode 174 <laughs> of the Channerant Podcast. Stay tuned. We're going to get through all the commercials and then we'll come back to something interesting. Brought to you by... <laughs> you can skip the next... 40 seconds. All right, Rab? Yeah. <laughs> you can could, you could just hit that, hit that fast forward button. Uh, so we didn't record last week, and somehow I'm still behind. I feel like I've edited 17 episodes, and I was only behind four. And We I'm, did not. We're, yeah, we're, I don't know how many we're behind, but we're, we're slowly catching up. That's okay. It's good to have them in the can. So when a week, because I'm going away in a few weeks for yeah. two weeks, uh, two weekends. And I'll probably I'll probably do some guest hosts. You're welcome to, but if it'll also allow you to catch up a little bit as well. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be nice. Uh, I was out of town. I went to Chicago, Chicago for a wedding. Yep, yep, the old Chicago, where uh, everyone talks like they have portillos in their mouth. Yep. Did you see Cobra while you were there? I did not, unfortunately. Did you see Handsome Tony? I did not see Handsome Tony. I was there for six days in total in the area. I wasn't in Chicago proper that whole time. Sure. Uh, and completely overestimated the amount of free time I would have. Because you right. think you think like, oh, I'm going to a wedding and I'm not in it. Like I'm not I'm not in the groom's party. Like it's a it's my. Yeah, uh, but was she though? She was. So then she had to go do a bunch of shit. 
there's where I shot myself in the old foot there, son. <laughs> uh, and so I had a great time. Uh, I had never been, well, I went in the, uh, for Christmas, but we never left because it was all still very covid Right. So we were just in the burbs the whole time. But uh, yeah, I went and I was hoping to meet up with some of the Chicago boys. And by the, I, by the time I did the math, the one day was the day of the wedding. The day of the wedding. <laughs> we're going old school on this episode. That I had, that I had like, oh man, like I've got like, I got like four or five hours where I'm not doing anything. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be foffing about the city, like sweet. And then I like got cleaned up, left my hotel, looked up some place to get lunch, finished lunch. I was like, all right, like let's find a bar, let's meet up with some of the boys. And I was like, okay, I have it's two o'clock now. I gotta be back at the hotel by four to get cleaned up and get to the venue by four thirty. I was like, fuck. Like, by the time I call somebody and they come out to meet me and hang out with me, they're going to drive as much time as we have to hang out. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was just like, it's eh, just cunty. I don't like it. <laughs> That's their problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I could I'm sure. And I'm the thing that I know about a lot of the Chicago crew is they're nice enough to where they would have done it anyway. They wouldn't have uh, been like, oh, that's too far out of my way. Fuck you. Which is what you prob- or I would do. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, to, well, generally, but I also blew off. Some guy was in town. I forget who it was. One of the guys on the Discord this week, while you were gone. He's like, hey, I'm in town. Let's get a drink. I'm like, yeah, if you come off the strip. <laughs> I'm not oh, going yeah, down there. No. Fuck that shit. I, we, we can just do <laughs> I don't know what the Chicago's equivalent of the strip is, but maybe there is one. Probably. I mean, we can just do a PSA now. If you come to <laughs> Vegas, we will hang out with you. If you come strip. to free, yeah. come downtown. <laughs> you need to come downtown. <laughs> we're going to hang out with you at cool places. Yes. Not because we're fucking because we're fucking hipsters. I'm not going to the MGM. I promise you that. I'm not. More, gonna, I'm more not going to Nine Fine Irishmen. More importantly, <laughs> we're poor. Well, there's well. Speak for yourself, but that's not really the point. I just don't want to drive down there. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the people. It's pure fucking chaos. Yeah, no. Plus, COVID's still a thing. <laughs> there's that. Still a thing. <laughs> that's not gone away. Well, and, and to me, I I hate the strip just because it's an incredible inconvenience to get to get there. You know what I mean? Like, and then after you go through all that and like you you arrive at the destination you're meeting people at an hour later and you're already pissed off, then yeah. you get to deal with a bunch of tourists who are all cunts. Yeah. And don't know how to walk. They're just looky yeah. loo and all over the place. You can't get anywhere you want to go. It's just a fucking nightmare. It, it it makes it makes me want to incite violence. Yeah. It's the worst. Um <laughs> so I had some friends in town like right after we got back, so I was still like just freaking tired as hell. Uh my friends Kyle and Chelsea. Uh, from Reno, my Reno friends. Oh. They were in town working. Like, oh, like, you know, we're staying at the MGM. Like, you should, I hear Ely's got a good drink. Or I don't know if that's Ely? in the MGM. It's some, mm. it's some fucking expensive place because yeah. they're on company money. Oh, yeah, okay. And I'm just like, uh, how about Frankie's? Like, <laughs> and they're just like, what's Frankie's? We never, I was like, oh, sweet. So there you go. I got Frankie's virgins in the house. Right, perfect. They'll love it. Yeah. Everybody loves Frankie's. Everybody's got to do Frankie's at least once. Yep. It's fantastic. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, no, Chicago was fun, man, uh, you know? Oh, someone crashed a car into our hotel? That was pretty cool. Like, while you were there? Yeah, so, well, we were on, like, the eighth floor, right? We're down in the West Loop. Right, right. So, we get up in the morning, because we gotta, we gotta vacate the premises, uh, the day after the wedding. <laughs> they think there was a bomb in the car or something? No, 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 we just had to check out. Oh, oh, oh. And so, uh, we're, like, I'm, like, looking out the window, and, uh, my girlfriend's like, wow, you know, like, there's, like, uh, some fire trucks. There's a couple of, like full size engines, like a ladder truck, and like there's some cops. And I'm like in bed, like still hanging. I'm like, all right, well, you know, is anybody moving with purpose? Like, is anybody hasty? 
She's like, no, they're just kind of, you know, they're just walking around, they're checking shit, they're shrugging at each other. Like, yeah, it could be a jumper. Like, you know, that would be, that'd be an appropriate response. <laughs> like, no one's in a hurry at that point. And uh, we couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. We cleaned up all our shit, uh, screamed out of the hotel, checked out. And as we're walking, I'll show you the picture later. Uh, yeah, it literally just a freaking, <laughs> I don't know how they did it because there's so many barricades. Someone just drove a car through the hotel bar. Like there's a cement poles you mean yeah there was like there was like cement planters and and i mean it was a sunday night slash monday morning so there's nobody in there it's closed but yeah look at this oh my god <laughs> they we're just walking by like oh that's what they that's what it's holy here for. shit <laughs> it's like how they i don't, I don't literally know how they drove through the glass literally front. drove through the fucking like <laughs> glass and steel window yeah <laughs> uh, i was just laughing i was like god damn <laughs> uh, so uh, somebody had a Fusco-esque evening Was that you? <laughs> no, I'm saying Oh, the driver yeah, 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 the yeah. Car. <laughs> They were having a Fusco Hey, I, I'm very lucky I never, Nothing ever goes wrong for me <laughs> Hey, uh, it's better to be lucky than good, man uh, That's what they say Speaking of exciting times while I was away How were your adventures? I know you went out A um, friend's birthday yeah, 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 it's usual fucking nonsense. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Went out for uh, Ricky Vegas's birthday Friday night with a with a buddy and uh, just bounced around the Arts District. Uh, got hammered, played some shuffleboard, went to all the breweries and uh, uh, you know I don't know what they're all called. The, well, there's a ton of them down in ton that of area. them down there now. And just wandered around, had some fun, and then Rick and I went out again Saturday night, which I didn't plan on. I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do it. He's like, ah, just meet me for a drink. I gotta, I gotta go to this bar for meet this chick or something. Like, come with me or whatever. I'm like, all right. And then what, next thing I know, it's like six in the morning. We're out all <laughs> fucking night. Sunday was a complete waste. I was like, I slept till two. I missed everything I was supposed to do. I'm like, oh god damn it. <laughs> but it was fun. We had fun. We met some people. We uh we made friends with bartenders at the Berlin. That's our apparently our new favorite place. Berlin's awesome, man. Yeah. Um that so anyway, yeah, we had we had a good time. Nothing really all that exciting. I you know, usual drinking nonsense. Usual usual drinking and uh legging it legging it to Taco Bell. Uh Taco Bell's too far from that location, but there are some taco trucks there which are go. fantastic yeah. down that way. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't sleep taco less. No, absolutely. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> I think it was, shit, I can't remember which night it was. It, it might have been Friday night when I went out with Rick and his friend for his birthday. Like, But I remember the next day I like got up and I saw like Taco Bell in the garbage. And I was like, I have no recollection of getting Taco <laughs> you Bell. You have no recollection of actually getting it? Or eating it or enjoying it. Like, oh, what a waste. I don't even remember enjoying Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, I ha- yeah, I had. Uh... So if a drunk Fusco eats Taco Bell in the woods and is blacked and, out. And nobody's doesn't <laughs> ever really count. Wasn't eaten. <laughs> I bet. I bet the toilet can answer that question. Oh the next yeah, day. the toilet was uh, splattered for <laughs> you're sure. Like, you're like, wait a minute, did I actually? Oh my god, my oh, stomach. Oh yeah. <laughs> so let me warn you, people. Uh, if you're gonna get Taco Bell, you're better off laying it to work it off on your way home. To be fair, so it's not a bad idea. Uh, so real quick shout out. I know we do it at the top of the show, but thank you to our patrons. I believe I saw a new patron. Recently, we do uh, Lex. I'm just gonna go with Lex because Lex, because yeah, I don't think he's put his real name anywhere. So, cheers, Lex. Thanks for uh, becoming one of the six, man. Maybe, man. Maybe, lady. I, I don't know. I assume it's a dude, but yeah, you never know. He 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 was talking to us on Discord about getting married and and, and like not looking forward to it. Not that he doesn't want to get married, but 
the whole rigmarole of it. So it must be a dude. Oh yeah, like a woman. The, this is the Zion trip. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, uh, and if you and if you want to get in on some interesting banter about bag sizes, <laughs> video games, hiking out into Zion for your wedding with a with full Highland dress in your backpack, yep. uh, check out the Discord. Yeah, Dis- Discord, Discord man. got a lot of work this weekend. Right? It's, it's popping off. Yeah, we had fun. Uh, we had a great discussion on bag size and using uh, sheep, uh, not sheepskin, but essentially leather, real skin versus fake yep. and all that, whatever. So that was a fun discussion. Um, and and then, you didn't even go down the rabbit hole of like the fact that you could ask for custom cuts if you wanted to. No, I didn't tell anyone. Any <laughs> <of that. laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking about that. I was like, as soon as I started asking questions and tagging you, I was like, oh boy, this is yeah. going to be paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, do I, and I'm on my phone. It's so annoying that like, cause there's a lot to discuss it's about a lot that. to do it on your phone. I'm like, all right, bitches join Dojo and I'll go into this for $30 a month. I will tell you everything you need. To know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or fifteen Fine. bucks a month, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Generate.com no, slash suck less and you can actually get the full scoop. There's a whole thing, man. I'll tell you I'm gonna tell you now on the show. It'll take me all of ten seconds instead of typing it for for four minutes. You can contact your pipe maker and ha- and they will make custom bag sizes. Bannantine does it for me. Yep. Uh you just have to go to them directly. You can't I mean, maybe you could go through Henderson. I don't know. I never tried. But I, I contacted years ago, I contacted uh Bannantine for a Willie McCallum size. But in the extended small size, mm-hmm. but the same shape and design. Yeah, the same cut. And they're like, yeah, no problem. It'll be special order and blah, 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 done. Yeah. They send it out. I'm like, holy shit. That's great. <laughs> yeah, custom-made instruments are bomb. Oh, man. And so if you're not really sure, then just take it down a little bit. They'll they'll make it really however you want. Well, and there's and it's kind of, you know, not to make one of my 7,000 uh, bagpipe to car analogies, right? But there's always going to be a difference between swapping out different stock parts for what you want and then having a custom part. Yeah, yeah. Like you could swap out different bags, drone combinations, reed combinations and just like you can plug and play a lot of shit. But then, you know, you get to a point that you've reached, which I have not reached yet cuz I don't care enough. I'll just play through where it's like, no, no, no. Here's precisely how I want this made. And that's the level of the well, I think it's the level of the pros because and I have no pull. I'm not saying by any means that I do. I just explored it. So then I asked the questions and I found out that you could like well, and they probably whoever, they Jack probably, Lee can say like make my read like this, yeah, or, they, or like Robert Watt used to tell me this. He, he would say like he used to he uses Bruce's reads, but he used to say like if I have a bad read and I have like two bad strike ins and the read just whistles and it doesn't work, I send it back. They send me a new one. Like I don't even fuck with it. Like I'm like oh well, it must that's because you're you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I don't know if I could do that. Maybe I could. I don't know. But the average piper, especially the average the time, piper, could. I don't know. But like, I bet you Henderson might do that. Like, and so I tell people all the time, like, don't settle for nonsense. Like, like if you buy, you know, if you want to get new channel reads, for example, buy 10 of them, you're going to prepay 15, uh, whatever, 10, 150 bucks or whatever it is for 10 reads or maybe, well, maybe 300 bucks and then send back what you don't want. Like they will, 90% of them will do that. We'll take yeah. that back. They're going to charge you up front and they're going to return you the money, but Pick the five that you want, and then send the rest back. Like, well, yeah, don't try to don't try to jerry rig your instrument. Yeah, don't like buy three reads and like just suffer through it because they're shit. <laughs> or what I found to be the superior way to go about it is uh, join a band where there's always just a fucking stockpile of reads for you to pick through. Yep. And if there isn't, we're, if there's a good one, we're just gonna buy another yep. twenty of them anyway. <laughs> eventually, I cannot tell you the last time I bought a pipe channel read. Well, I mean. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I couldn't tell you. Yeah, because it's always like it's always I get to the point, and I usually I usually what I flop a read every six to eight months, depending. Probably because I'm playing a lot and it's harsh conditions. 
And then it's just like, and you tell me. I'll be playing, and you, you won't be able to get some tune right. He's like, your read's fucked. Go pick another one. <laughs> yeah, let's get another one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, All it's right. just easier. But everybody else hates that. I'm like, I don't, it does, I've don't. i gotten to that point where it doesn't bother me to change reads anymore. I don't like, give a fuck. Like, yeah, it's I a break little in a bit new, hard. I break in a new read in like two weeks. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. And, and once you get some endurance and some physical ability. And they um, fucking sound better. I mean, you know better. me. I like big sound. And they and they re- respond like yeah. they like, yeah, want to play. <laughs> if it's if it's an old, I mean, I remember that used to be a thing where if you if you have and this used to be very common in the early days of the band that should not be named when it had a different name when it was still Desert Sky, and it was a thing where it was like, well, you know, this is my read and I've had it for two years and I don't want to get a new one because it'll be hard and it's like your two year old read sounds like shit. Yeah. Like I could not imagine it's it's an expendable part. It's not like an integral part. It's a part that's made to wear out. It's a spark plug. It's a fucking battery. Like mm-hmm. you need to change it out. <laughs> it, otherwise, you're gonna <laughs> cause yourself real fucking harm. Dude, there's so many people. We've had a huge influx of people joining the dojo lately. So I've been doing a bunch of those onboarding meetings with people, and like, it's oh, is that is that why you made me take your guns away? Because you have to yeah. do all the onboarding <laughs> yeah. meetings. Like it, it, I mean, I knew this to be the case, but it hit me again because there were so many all in a row. But how many people have not changed their drone reads in 20 years? Like, it's mind-blowing. I could usually get about a year and a half. We're talking, like, synthetic reads here. We're yeah. not talking cane. Yeah. We're talking people using easy drones for literally, hey, I, I had these, these reads since 1996. Like, oh, dear God. <laughs> like, what <laughs> that explains why they're blown to bits <laughs> like it's remarkable to me like remarkable yeah. um but same thing with chanarids like they go bad people like if, they I mean, wear you out. might get lucky in the last two three years it's possible you're not playing enough uh, i've had reads that lasted like a couple years that that were still pretty yeah, solid. like my solo reads you grant i don't play as much as the band reads but yeah they still last a while but it, it has to be a particularly good read and you have to be particularly careful with it like you know, if you overplay a read, it's going to go bad sooner. You know, like it, it gets really wet and the the material changes, so it like changes shape on you. Then you're Wait, fine. you mean the uh, those uh, four hour straight practice sessions without stopping? That's not good for my instrument. No, well, it's not good for the read. It's probably good for the instrument, other than the read, the chanter read specifically. But uh, yeah, no, that you should not do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, generally speaking. Uh, or have a couple channers, you know, potentially yeah. play one for 45 minutes and change it out to your solo channer for 45 minutes. But um, I don't know. I'm, maybe, I don't know. That seems a l- excessive to me. Yeah. But I don't know. Could be time you you could be using working on your rhythmic accuracy. So why don't you talk us through our intro today? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So uh, see, how our, I did, see how I did that? Look at me go. <laughs> so the intro was, uh, we have started, we talked about this uh, when Doogie was on the show back in July, about he suggested like how bands should start doing things, start, essentially. Start finding their bagpipe freedom. So we started kind of working through that. I haven't gone full on what he suggested, meaning like make people earn their phases, but it's not far away. It's not. It, <laughs> it might. It might be in the future. <laughs> it's not fucking but, far off. But I'm starting to get them in the mindset of it. So what we started doing at band practice is we created a. You know, we have a two-hour band window basically, and we have every minute mapped out. So, um, so minute fifteen to minute twenty-five is the pipers and with drummers if I can get them, depending on what they're up to, uh, standing in a circle together, clapping out the rhythm of a tune that we play, uh, and then I I give them. 
I tell them what's going to be for next for the next time, and then we just and we try to lock in as a group so that we're thinking about rhythm, we're thinking about the rhythm of the melody specifically, not the embellishments, and we start to figure out where people don't understand what's happening, where people don't understand literally just like the notes, like the, the well notes. not and not the note uh, itself, but the note value value yeah, yeah correct yeah so we've been this is last week was the third week we did this um, so we were just kind of dicking around today with that. Well, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. And that's the tune we did last week was the slower of our medley, which is what we did today. And uh, and I wasn't there last week. How did it go? It went okay. Like, people are starting to understand, well, not understand it. They're accepting it. They're yeah. Not, we're getting less of that resistance uh, or that embarrassment or whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm out there doing it with you. It's not, I'm not embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? Like, maybe because you don't know it as well as I, okay, maybe, but like. But it's this, also this like, this is the place to fuck up. Yeah, like it's okay. This is how we're going to teach you how to fix yeah. that. I mean, that, so. that's a that's a huge thing that I think gets people sometimes is the concept of like practice, training, rehearsal. These are the places that if you're going to fuck it up, fuck it up here. Don't fuck it up on stage and you're killed. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. And that's hard for folks sometimes. I mean, we had that. I remember... To, let's ring it because we're going to talk about service bands later. So let's ring it into uh, <laughs> let's ring it into some EMS shit, right? Sure. So, like, I noticed this. There's a lot of practical things that you have to like run and run and run and run again. When I was in uh, my EMT training, mm-hmm. and you can only do so many people at a time doing it. Right. And instructors will be like, "All right, who wants to go next? Or who wants to go first? Or who wants to and be that motherfucker." Because the kid that sat in the back, because they were too afraid to fuck it up in front of their friends, failed tests. Right. Correct. And I remember being like, remember being in like high school, or maybe even early years of college. By the end of college, I didn't care anymore. But like, you're scared to death to do those like stand in front of the class. Yeah, per- man. Whatever. Yeah, because because you're like, oh man, but that's the only the only way out is through. Like, you have to fucking be the first person, hand up in the air, like. If Dude, I'm going to fuck it up, I want to fuck it up here. I learned that early. It was super stressful, but I'm like, I'll go first. Just I just want to not think about it for the entire class. <laughs> like, and get don't, me out and of not the psych yourself out. Yeah, exactly. And like, just get it out of the way. It's so much easier that way. I know it's it's going to be painful either way, so take take the easier road here. And then the other thing that happens is, let's say somebody good goes first because they're, they know they're confident. Now you're going to feel worse like because you're like, oh, f- that guy just nailed it. Now I'm going to look even worse. Not that you – the reality is not that, but – you feel that way. Well, and the other thing <laughs> is like instructors across a lot of disciplines, like I can say for myself personally, I would prefer the person who is enthusiastic and is like, no, like let me try it because I want to get good versus the person that I have to like chase down because they're hiding from doing it in front of everyone. And then it's like, no, like you're, trust me, you don't rise to the occasion. Like you <laughs> fall to your lowest level of suck. Yeah. Yeah. I do that sometimes in dojo classes too. Like I, if somebody's new, I won't do this to them. Uh, but if they've well, been, still if I know a, who they they're are, they're getting the lay of the land. Yeah, I don't want. But them. I'm assuming you guys get a decent amount of like lurkers, like people that just kind of hang in the back. We do um, sesh with the class, but don't really like jump in and th- play. They won't volunteer, but if I ask them to, they'll play. They'll and, do and, it. and and I do that sometimes where it's like, all right, I know who's going to volunteer, so I ask for everybody raise your hands, and I pick everybody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I only do that once every couple of weeks. I don't do it to them every day. But I used to do that with fucking pledges, man. I'm like, all right, who wants to do a? All right, cool. So you, you, and you with your hands down, come here. Right, I, I do that shit too. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and sometimes I'll be like, the other j- trick I pull, and a lot of them are used to it at this point, but I'm like, I'll, we'll do something and I'll play it or I'll clap it or whatever. 
And I was like, all right, who nailed it? Who got it 100% right? And anybody that says yes, like, I immediately go to them and make them prove it. Yeah. And and now they've all learned, like, don't look me in the eye. Or, or the other thing I'll do is if I ask a question, they all look down. Like, right. <laughs> like, so look nope. me right in the eye. It's like, nope. <laughs> like, you got to be stone cold, <laughs> motherfucker. Just, like, frozen face, stare me in the eye. And you got to have a poker. Probably look away. You got to have a poker face. <laughs> but it's fun. Like, there's all these all this psychology to teaching or whatever. There but. used to be, and I used to have this, um, I definitely... It was a mentality that I developed uh, when I was in college because I started to slip. I started to not do so well, mm-hmm. like my second or third year, because, you know, tits and booze. Like, sure. Hoorah. Uh, that goes away very quickly when you're like, oh, shit, I might have to drop out of fucking college and then I'm a dead man. Mm-hmm. And so I made it a point like I fucking front seat, front row, front seat all the time. Fucking first person to raise my hand all the time, whether I fucking knew it or not. And you just force yourself to become that person. When we did, we do piping shit. And the thing that I don't understand, and the parallel I'm drawing between college and like piping schools and things like that, where people are all hiding in the back away, like I sit next to the instructor. I get as close to the instructor as I possibly can. You're fucking paying to be there. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. Like you're paying to be, and same thing with school, right? Like you're paying to be there. Like why would you set your money on fire? Like, if I fucking suck, I want to know. If I'm not getting it right, I want to know so I can get it right. Well, that's the thing that older students definitely get. Like, meaning, like, if <clears throat> when I was in college, in my program, there were quite a few, well, not quite a few, but there was, like, three or four guys that were, like, 40-ish when I was, like, 20, 20-ish or whatever in the same program. And they had come back to school after doing something else. And those kind of people were, like, they were the most gun-ho. Like, one, they they weren't shy anymore. They weren't, like, kids trying to figure it out and all that. But... They, they had they had discovered themselves. Yeah, a and, and more. stop. Also, didn't care as much. Just like we are at this point. Like, All you gotta I do is not care. give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I want to know everything because I want to make a living after this. Like, I I want this to be something, yeah. you know. Which and I tell people this in school all time or in dojo or whatever. It's like, take charge of your own education. Like, we can guide you, but you still need to be active in this. You well, know, it's like, one of those things where if you think if you think getting it wrong in class is embarrassing, get it wrong at work. Right. Like, to tell, let me know how that goes. <laughs> fuck up in the field and let me know how that goes because you didn't, because you were too embarrassed to fuck it up in class. Right. right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that was the thing I would tell people when we were doing the fucking EMT stuff. I'm like, dude, fuck it up here because if you fuck it up out there, people die. <laughs> exactly. So, and you get fired and you can never work here again and you might as well just take the money you spent for all this education and set it on fucking fire. Right. Yeah. So and, and that's sort of what we come back to when it's doing this rhythm thing is we came to I came to realize probably God I don't remember maybe it was a year ago it was definitely during COVID when we were doing online shit and we were working on the jig and I remember having some people clap the jig transition out I remember you I remember and this thing I was uh, I wasn't at my desk I had muted my video I was listening while I was doing dishes because I right. had wireless headphones right and one of the guys I don't want to call him out but could had zero understanding of what a jig time meant or three six eight and feel and eighth notes and like he couldn't do it um I'm, I'm, and i was like oh my god he has no idea how to even understand this just the values just the, the note values, no values. and like you couldn't read it and then and the difference between the note values in a different time signature within the same tune essentially but it's like here's, right but here's even, how much here's how much pizza everybody gets to eat right it's like <laughs> a fra- i mean it's obviously a f- it's fractions but like oh no okay no wonder he can't get this he has no idea what he's even attempting to do which was a light bulb moment to a certain extent it took a while to like do anything about it but i'm like oh how am i going to go back to the beginning and now i'm basically just 
okay, we're going back to the beginning. We're going to make sure people understand it. Um, it's the easiest. I mean, honestly, it's a shorter path because I, we, you and, you and I talked it's about a shorter this. path to the long term. Yeah, because <laughs> longer it's like, to all right, the short term. We can we can sit here with the wound festering and people fiddly fucking long, or we can just fix it. Right. Like it's stop all all breaks on full stop, fix it, then continue going down the road. Let's understand. And the drummers are doing the same thing, Mike. When we had this that whole blow up with the kid and. Um, He's like, give me a month. I need to sort everybody out. They People don't understand music theory at all on the drum side. Like 90% of them. Like Mike and Tim and that's it, right? They, like if I gave them quarter notes, they wouldn't know what to do. Like they, also, they'd stare at me in the face. I'm like, all right, you got to, you got, I'll give it two months. I don't care. He's yeah. like, I just need a month. Like, it's a highly fixable <laughs> fucking problem. Like let's start them all back. Take them all back. I'm fine with it. And I'll do the same thing. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So it's a highly fixable fucking problem. And like anybody that's like gotten far into their piping career, and is and this is resonating with you, this conversation, we're like, oh shit, like when I look at a new piece of music, I can't sight read very well, or I'm not really sure how it's supposed to go, or I can't look at the music and kind of hear it in my head. That's okay, dude. That's a fixable problem. It doesn't even take very fucking long to fix. Right. Like you could blow through the fucking bagpipe freedom intensive. If you were really dedicated, you could probably get through in six weeks. No problem. Which one? The the freedom thing, the oh. five step to bagpipe freedom oh. on the dojo. How long did you say? Six weeks? No. No way. No way? No way. What would you say? It'd be like a... If, well, like, if, the you're, minimum, if you're going the, at it. The minimum is five weeks, assuming you passed every week. Yeah, I gave him an extra week. No. <laughs> Never going <laughs> to yeah. happen. Like, the some of the best... I would argue... I bet you Andrew would argue 90% of grade one players would not get Wouldn't be able to get through? Yeah. Um, and, and there's this disconnect between what is good and bad so like you might be a grade one player because you can you have very clean embellishments potentially but your rhythm is shit like but you can still play really clean and play with good tone potentially or or whatever there's lots of different factors that go into playing at that level but it doesn't mean you have good rhythm and that you're ever going to win anything by that point so I don't know what the real numbers. We've never specifically ah, done a study or anything. But like he, he would. He was like that guy would never pass phase five. He says it all the time about this guy joining this guy, whatever. This these people like he. There's no way. I'm sure I'm lumped in with that crew, except for <laughs> phase three, probably. So people, <laughs> people are shot. Like like everybody hits the wall. Well, cause a lot of times people hit the wall at phase two, and then they hit the wall again at phase four. Like uh, give you a personal story. I don't think he'll care that I tell you this, but uh, Angel's been. We talked about Angel being. Yeah, back, he's right? in the Doge. So Angel's been doing the Doge. He's been doing private lessons again. He's we've been working on just freedom phases, like full on, right? He did his first phase one submission last week. I listened to it. I was like, it's probably a pass, maybe. It's pretty dang close. I don't know. I don't grade phase ones, but I'll let him decide. And uh, he ended up failing it. And um, and when I saw the reasoning, and I he showed he sent to me the results, and I'm like. Uh, it's traceable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you started off good, it kind of got off, and maybe you played the rhythms wrong. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't paying that close yeah. attention to your recording, but like, okay, that, that makes sense. So what happens is when people go to phase one and they immediately fail, almost everybody fails immediately because they overestimate their ability or or they underestimate how perfect we want you to do it. Um they suddenly like zoom, like the focus becomes ultra. They're like Oh shit! Okay, now I know what they're looking for. Now I got to really bear down. Well, on and this. I remember the early stages. The early stages of what ended up becoming that uh, when we did the terrible twos workshop here, and it was that oh, like, yeah. just play a G Grayson on the beat. Couldn't, and couldn't can, do can it. you do it? 
yeah. <laughs> you know, and like Oops. 99% of people are just early. Right. Yep. So, and that's a big part of it. When you go from phase one to phase two, it's, can you play a G grace note on the beat? And most people can't. And that's where that first wall hits. And then maybe they struggle for a while. Then they get through that. Some people pass through pace. Phase three is not that difficult. If you really bear down, you could do it in a week. I've seen a lot of people do it in a week. And then you hit phase four and then they're in there for weeks and weeks on end again. And then phase five is a whole other fucking thing. (laughs) Like it's, you got Cameron Drummond telling you whether you're playing your embellishments on the beat and your tone still sounds good and you're playing with good rhythm. And your blowing is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Like all these things, like (laughs) there's a lot that goes into it. Um, And your posture is great. All that blow stick is your blow stick the right size. (laughs) Theoretically, you should have figured it out in phase three, but it's still, it's still things happen. Things go wrong. So anyway, um, back to the original point, we've been starting to instill this in, in our band. The other thing we did was we work, started working on a new set and of three fours. Not, nothing too difficult. Nothing, nothing that's going to knock your cock inside of itself. I took one of those three fours and 100% simplified it. Like all no embellishments. Yep. No embellishments whatsoever. Other than I said, if well, you're not me or Josh, you're playing this version. And Joe, Joe, a long time ago, told us, is like, yeah, we have like three versions of every tune and we like level people up through the versions. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, I, I mean, until he did told us that, I had no idea that that was the thing. And now I'm thinking, like, of course that should be a thing. Why? Fucking why would per- I not do that? <laughs> well, it's like it's like the uh, it's like the incredibly obvious thing that's just staring you in the fucking face. Yeah, and you just overlook it because you're so bogged down and like, I need players to play in my band. We all fall trapped to that, and I'm guilty as anybody else for sure. But it's it's like, all right, I this seems I, I like can ha- I can get players in the band by just playing grace notes. I don't need them to play D throws. Especially and if they're if blowing tell, tone. Yeah, exactly. If they're blowing tone and playing to the rhythm and all their... Because I had this conversation. I, I had this conversation with one of our players who is an older uh, student, mm-hmm. older person, like doesn't think they're ever going to make it into the goddamn band. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, if you can fucking blow tone and play a G grace note on, and the notes all line up with the beat, you'll be in the band. No problem. You'll be one of the superstars because yeah. 80% of them can't do that. <laughs> Like that's that's just that's just a pillar to to rely on at yeah. that point, you know. Absolutely, yeah. That I, and you don't, yeah, you don't have to be a fucking rock star. Nope. Be the goalie of rock and roll, man. Play your position. Like you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Play your position, be and be good at that job. Just do your job, just, as Bill Belichick says. Yeah. Just do your job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think the only other not thing. Not everybody I'd has s- to be Tom Brady. Before we get before we take a break and get into the topic, the only other thing I'd say is just like. I do feel like it's a spectrum when it comes to uh, how people approach bagpiping and really probably any music where you do get a certain amount of people that can look at a piece of sheet music and understand the math and perform the math. And that's like, let's say that's all the way to the left side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then all the way to the right side, you have people who have no fucking idea what any of the values of the notes are, do 90% of it by ear incredibly well, and everyone else is just kind of somewhere in the middle. Right. You get this mixture of like, well, I don't, I can't do it by ear, but I understand the math of the notes and their values. And I can perform that to the click of a metronome. You get people who I don't even know what the fucking tune is. I just listen to it and now I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. And then, and they do very well. And then everyone else is somewhere on that sliding scale. And I just think it's important to understand where you are on that scale and use that to guide what you work on. Yes. But you also have to do the work. <laughs> yes. Well, By the way, you have to do what? the work. Guess what? No matter what end, no matter what end you're at, you're wrong. There's still, there's still work yeah, to do. It's not still, like you still have shit to do. If you're at the math side, you need to learn the feel of the tunes, tone, all that stuff. If you're at the I just instinctively can just play it by ear side, 
if I hand you a new piece of sheet music, you have to be able to read it and play it without hearing it first. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely true. Uh, so it'll be, it's in a grand experiment. We're going to see what happens uh, and I'm looking forward to it, but I do like a couple things so far. One, it's a, it's almost like a team building exercise without having to bring in a fucking third party. It's going to make us having like to do zip uh, zop zoop kind of shit. Zip zop zoop and trust circles. <laughs> but literally, like I like it's bringing people together in the fact that they're weak at it. It's like, hey, we're all standing here, sort of laughing together. That it's goofy. Like, okay, but we're also under learning a little bit about it's low and stress and it's and it's helpful. I think. I mean, it people Very are getting helpful. better. It's only been a couple weeks. Very helpful. So. We did the rhythm exercise for the slow air this past Tuesday. Then I was like, all right, let's play it on the pipes. We, we spent 10, 15 minutes working on it rhythm, rhythmically. Point, I went through each person. All right, this is where you're struggling with. Let's get this right. We just sort of went around the circle, played it on pipes. Remember those spots. I said, remember those spots that we were working on when you were clapping. Make it sound like what you're now hearing in your head, like what, the rhythm of it, right? And then it was like, just connect the dots. Amazingly dot. more together. Like people weren't rushing. I mean, there's still minor things, but they were way better at uh, like zeroing in on staying together. What the rhythm of, you know, that like the end of the first part, like. Because it falls. It falls a bit. It's like it falls in between. It's not, beats. it's not, it's not like a straight up like. It's not rap, obvious. Beep, bop, boop. It's not like beep, boop, bop, beep, boop, bop. It's, it, it, it has falls a between fall beats. to it. Yeah. And like to get people to zero in on that without understanding it is really hard. So then, like it was remarkably better. Like, granted, we'll see next week. Who knows? Yeah, but it can all it can all regress. Yes, at any time. You still got to work on it, and that's the key thing that I can't be there it's, with. It's you like pushing. It's like pushing a fucking rock up a hill. Like if you take a break, the rock may roll down the hill again. Yeah, you may have to start over. <laughs> but anyway, it, it proved a point to a certain extent. We'll see. We'll we'll see how the long term goes. But it, it was it was interesting to do. I, I'm a big fan of this. I do think that it not only does it work well as like a social and team building exercise, which is something that I think we lack generally, but we can get everybody doing something that seems fun and silly together that actually is teaching them fucking music. And it's, you know, it's fun to do and there's no stakes. Yeah. There's like, what's the big deal? Like your mind has to think about one thing. You don't have to think about, the notes, the embellishments, is it too hot in here? Am I looking at Andy's foot? Are my drones good? Is my channer in? Take take your big, dumb, monkey meat hooks and smack them <laughs> together at the right time. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If you could do that, then we have a starting point. And then start to rebuild and add all that stuff back in. <laughs> I need a longer bell for the rippers. Yeah. It needs to be like a... <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to leave the chat up in case y'all want to, you know, talk to each other, talk shit to each other about what your band does with clapping exercises or doesn't do. Yeah. Let us know what you think in the chat. In the meantime, here's a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Channerant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, 
which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bores lined with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Oh, and we're back. Fusco, we've got so many things to get into on today's topic of the week. We've got a voicemail, apparently, from our good friend uh, John Van Dickface. We do. Which, because we're so behind on edits, we're always wondering, like, which ones do we play? Which ones have we not played? And we're usually blacked out by the time this comes, so I never remember what happens. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, let's let's <laughs> knock on wood I'm on that so one. embarrassed by our blackouts that I don't listen to the show anymore, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny, I've been, because I've been trying, I've been desperately trying to catch us up, and it's the amount of times where something goes horribly awry, and I'm like, well, Fusco, it's your edit, and I'm sitting there editing, and I'm like, son of a bitch, Josh, just stick to your word. <laughs> but you don't write it down, so we don't know actually which one's my edit. Um, well, and, I, and you've also been very busy, so I've been trying to been trying to hold up a little bit of weight with you being busy with work. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I appreciate that, um, but I am always, uh, you know, just throw throw one my way. I can I can get them done. I'm not yeah. going to throw you this one because this one's going to be easy. But first things first, <laughs> let's hear from our good friend, Mr. John Van Dickface. Look who is the boys, John Van Dickface here. Apologies on the lucky voicemails. I'm only on episode 164, so uh, apologies on that. But speaking of 164, you guys are playing uh, a grade 5 band in here, and I really, really need to know, is it just that band, or does every American band in the lower grades just play roles on their drums, like for fucking everything? Because that's all I'm hearing as five rolls, seven rolls, eleven rolls, thirteen rolls, like flams every now and again. All I'm hearing is drum rolls. Can you actually fucking play other rudiments <laughs> or is it really just drum rolls? Cheers boys. F you Joe Brady, one of the six. That John, that is a great question. Um So you no. you know a lot more about um well, okay. Let me put it this way: you I'm know, trying to look you, up that episode to see what we played because I don't remember. You it. know, you know jack shit about uh, drum rudiments, and it's still more than me. So I know a lot about drum rudiments, just not Scottish drum rudiments. But uh, so we're not. I'm not sure which clip he's referring to in '64. But he said some grade five band. I was thinking maybe he was talking about the Eric, um, the Utah band, but that that wasn't that long. Ago. Yeah, that was I don't know. Recently. Yeah, I don't know, man. That was pretty recent. I know we playing grade five. But either way, grade five is a learner band for us. Yeah, to be fair, like that's like four B, and I would suspect that that's probably why. I mean, I don't, I don't remember specifically, but yeah, I guess like they do play a lot of roles, and like I guess. I mean, I don't know. Um, I I can't really speak to teaching grade five, learning grade five. Early, I mean, I can what my experience was, but like it was totally not. I can reality. speak to the experience of being a grade five pipe major, and it's uh, it's kind of like if if you need to fight a war, and you're given like two rocks and a stick and six people, and they have to share the stick. 
that's that's how I describe pipe majoring in grade five. I'm like, all right, uh, this is what I got. I got to MacGyver this shit into something that hopefully sounds pretty okay. A lot of it's simplification and just prayer. I would like to challenge John this, and, and I'm ha- happy to have him call in sometime and like let's discuss this because I might mildly disagree with him here. I get what he's saying. However, don't we always mantraize play simple, play good? Yeah. And like if that's simple, simple good is better than hard bet. And I can't say that that's what's happening at for roles and things because roles are not easy. I don't think, but maybe that's what they're doing, and maybe that's okay at grade five. We might have to I go. We might have to check the tape and figure out what the clip was that he's referring to. Yeah. Uh, but I'm always down to have John on because he's a hoot and a fucking holler. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I kind of get what you're saying. But however, like if it was a grade five band, I would say take embellishments out of everything, play some goddamn simple music well and play try to work on your tone and yep. rhythm and that's all i want like blowing blowing grace notes on the beat so i just don't know what to maybe we should have at best on sometime or somebody somebody of some import uh that knows anything about drumming besides Wait, me we, we can't do it with fuckface we could but get him you try to get him to show up to practice <laughs> let alone come on the show uh, uh, how about this <laughs> i will but he's I will. got he's got a skewed opinion to shit I will make him a deal where if he comes on the show and we have Chan Rant with Fuckface and Chum, uh, we'll, I'll we'll stop no longer, calling him Fuckface. <laughs> we'll no longer call him Fuckface. That <laughs> works. We'll give him a new nickname. <laughs> that works. He'll be Mikey Two Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, that might work because he wants to come on. He's a he's a big talker, but he's also he's hard to, hard to he's hard to lock down. Get him to do anything. Yeah, he's got seventeen kids. He's, he's got, got a whole, he's got a job. He's got, got a whole life. thing. He's yeah, got a whole he's, thing. He's got a life. He's also very anti-vax and very anti-COVID doesn't exist uh, kind of guy. And now he's got COVID or something. <laughs> or he's sick or <laughs> as, something. As often happens among people who... <laughs> but either, but either all, way. All the people are like, COVID's bullshit. And then they're like, well, I can't come out because I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah. I have, uh, oh, fuck. I have a friend. I don't know if we talked about this in the show, but it's a friend who cannot be named. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you who it is after. And this is a, this is like one of those people like we went out for their birthday, and uh, and it's a dude. I'll, I'll give you that much info. And the dude's just like he's like you know once again holding court, uh, educating me on why like you know he doesn't have to get vaccinated because blah 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 blah. Realistically, he's afraid of needles. That's his big thing. Oh really? And, and he's like he's like yeah like you know I don't have but to get it. Want to admit, he's I don't too have to get it. I don't have to get it because you guys have it and like you guys are herd immunity me. Who who is this? I'll tell you. One of your friends that yeah, hang out here sometimes. I'll tell you, and then I'll tell you after the show, oh, and geez. then uh, fucking sure sure is shit enough. Three days after we go on a bar crawl for his birthday party, well like he's got COVID. He's sick as he's ever been. We're quarantining. <laughs> he's fine now. Dude's fine now, which is great. Because I'm like, I don't want anyone to die just because they're an idiot. No, I don't wish bad. It's like when Donald Trump was president or even when George Bush was president, whatever. Like, I still want the country to succeed. Like, it sucks that Donald Trump's president, but I wish him well. Like, if he's right, that would be great. (laughs) What was the Michael Che thing that I love so much where, like, they were trying to do Weekend Update and it's, like, right after uh, Trump came out of the hospital. And he's like, I mean, I had some more jokes, but I really thought the president was going to (laughs) die. Jeez. Uh, Jeez. But, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Remember yeah, when they were shining your, lights up your butt get back your shots. in the early days? Get your shots, kids. Um, the Chan Rant podcast is a firm supporter of not dying to, for dumb reasons. Yeah. Unless it's like... Unless it's drinking and driving. Unless it's like drinking, fighting a bowl, uh, <laughs> risking risking a double dip. Doing on bad a, cocaine in the bathroom of the fucking uh, yeah. uh, Berlin. 
risking an unwrapped double dip on a shots tenor drummer, like some of those <laughs> things. <laughs> things that are coming up in the <laughs> Dirtbag Olympics 5. So get your stories in now, people. Get your stories in. Chairray.com slash dirtbag. Um, speaking of dirtbags, Big Rab did his uh, Big Rab Show beer tent event today. It was a monumentally long stream. Holy shit, that was lots nice. of performances, uh, super tight coordination. I cannot give a big enough shout out to the Big Rab Show team. I wish I had a team that wasn't just me, Fusco, and Lucy the dog, because uh, it makes it very hard for her to edit things with her paws. It does. Those things are like, they're like oven mitts. Just, she's just knocking shit over. Pause for effect. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. All right, so Fusco, yes, you have curated, leading into our topic this week, which I've, uh, because of the way my advertising brain works, I've decided our topic is putting the service back in service band. Yes. You've curated some content, and some content's been sent to you as well. I didn't curate this. For the record, for all the people out there that think we're assholes, people send well, us this shit, and we just, we just play We it. are assholes. <laughs> we are. However, people send us this shit. There's... Almost nothing we well, nothing we've done in at least a year from the fail of the week perspective that we hunted we down. actually hunted down. No, people sent us this shit, and today is a grand culmination of all the things people sent us over the last well, week. Well, and two. I would I would just say that we haven't done a fail in a while. We haven't done any of this in a while um, because nobody's doing anything. <laughs> They're just starting to do things again. You yeah. Know? So the fact that we haven't done a fail in a while means like that there our 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 fail audience has some serious blue balls. Yeah, they're ready. Like, people are lashing out. They're ready to go. And we're going to release all at once. Oh, yeah. We've got a bunch. <laughs> I mean, that's all we got today, to be honest. But um, <laughs> So there's a. we've got quite a few fails. Um, so how do you want to start this? Do you have a, you have a first pick? Do you want to give intro at the beginning? Do you want to give intro at the end? Do you want to only talk about the content without, like, naming names? What's your, what's your thought process here, bud? Um, this is 25% your show, too. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> let's finish with the local drama. Well, yeah, because that's gonna lead into the topic. Drama. Yeah, yeah. So let's start with this. Was something I was sent by somebody. I'm, I guess we shouldn't say who. Um, well, if it's Joe Brady, you can always say it. Uh, one of these is Joe Brady. This is not the one. This is not the one. <laughs> <It's Joe Brady. laughs> but this is a, f- a fail that was sent to me, or a potential fail. You guys be the judge. Feel free to write into uh, channelran at gmail.com or to our Facebook or, yeah, or, or Patreon. Chat. Or um, but here is. A fire department combined band for some convention or something in the Carolinas. And the reason we're playing this, I'll play at the end. But here, here it goes. American flags everywhere. Oh, there's a Texas flag. On the snare line, someone we know. Is that is that Texas Jeremy? Oh my God! It's Texas Jeremy on the snare line. Holy shit! Oh, so it was Downsy? It was Jeremy Downs. Oh, I loved I love Jeremy Downs. <laughs> so this is a I don't know exactly what's going on here, but it's some convention. It, it's, I thought it was Vegas when they first sent it to me. They're like, "Hey, ha, ha, this is Vegas." I'm like, "It looks like Vegas," but it turns out it was somewhere it was else. Texas. Uh, it could have been. I think it was. I was told it was the Carolinas, but I could be wrong. Um, it looked like one of our guys in the front, like one of the city guys. Like it's hard to tell. They all look alike. 
But uh, if you got wraparound Oakleys and a bald head, man, <laughs> it's hard to tell. Exactly. So anyway, that was uh, that was one. That was fun to get. Um, oh, just to fuck with Jeremy. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with Jeremy. <laughs> I mean, at least the drums sounded pretty okay. Drums were all right. I mean, pipes sound like a fucking dog pound. Yeah, as, but, as but, the, but the snare drummers can't fix the pipes. They don't even know what the fuck the pipes are doing. No, no, and it was okay. Yeah, it was alright. I mean, the pipes were. Terrible. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a goddamn message from him later. He's like, I had to listen to that shit. You're gonna fucking. <laughs> yeah, of course we're gonna bust your balls, you idiot. Hey, <laughs> at least the drums were together. Hey, man, you, you did a great lead lead drum job. Buddy. Next time, put the drums. In front. <laughs> <laughs> they should have probably <laughs> put the oh. put the drum put the combined drum core in front. Let the pipers walk behind. I you. believe there was a period of time when that actually happened. The drummers were in the front. Um. That could have been a hundred years ago, but anyway, let's uh, be the first band to do a checkerboard at a comp- contest. Checkerboard? What do you mean? Like just move them, all, have them all over the place, like, like every other one. Yeah. Kind of God, can black you and white squares, drums and pipes. Can you imagine the cacophony of like disorientation that would happen? Like, oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> let's so, do it for a mass bands when someone pisses us off. So this next one is some something that's going on in North Carolina. It's a fire department band of some sort, and this this was setting somebody off by the name of Ho Shrady. <laughs> Rhymes with Ho Shrady. Oh, really? <laughs> Will the real Ho Shrady please stand up? That's the, uh, I don't know what group this is. It doesn't really matter. There's a lot of jazz bagpiping there. There's a lot going on. A lot of discordant harmonies. Maybe it's intentional. Maybe they're like the um, Spyro Gyro of fucking pipe bands. <laughs> Spyro Gyro. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That, is that a singular band or is that a masked band? It's one band. Yeah. And That's uh, one band? Yeah. It's five pipers, six pipers, and a couple drummers. God damn. What were, and they they're about to play were they playing inside of a fucking trash can? How was it so loud? They were playing in like this giant open room. It's a convention center of some sort. Oh, like, Jesus. Ha- stairs and hallways. Yeah, and I shit. thought I thought that almost, I thought it was going to be, maybe it was the Echoes coming back. I thought it was going to be a masked band. And I was like, oh, well, you know, like they don't all play together all the time. Like blah, blah, blah. One fucking band, huh? Nope. And no one, okay. So no one bothers to tune the bass drum for one. It's just a goddamn it's pretty blood and thundery it's like yeah it's like they're playing in a metal band like let's just let's put the head on and just turn it just enough to where if so I that it, it doesn't go flying in the audience fly off yeah. <laughs> it's like that's how you that's like a kick drum people like that's not what you do with a marching or at least a pipe band marching drum um but anyway and, and then <laughs> the pipes oh my god like, i can't believe i don't know what how many, tune they how many all players playing, uh, one, two, three, four, five. Looks like. God damn, dude, that's insane! How loud that was. Yeah. For yeah, five it's... players, all playing different renditions of two shitty tunes. <laughs> right, two American tunes, and they did it horribly. Uh, so thank you for insulting everyone in history ever. 
Um, well, you managed you managed to insult uh, the services you represent, uh, the country that you are in, the country of origin of your instrument, and anyone with ears. So that's that's a lot to hit in one swath. Even we can't do that, and we say cunt a lot. <laughs> we certainly do. That we do, my friend. Um, so that's rough. That's uh, that's a rough one, man. Yeah. Uh, it's. Yeah, I my initial response just because just because of what a cacophony it was was that it was like oh it's, it's like probably seventy people five different bands. Nope. You they put got, f- hey look on the bright side they got big sound. You put five big pipers in a big or sorry five pipers in a big room playing different notes. It they've, sounds big. They've got big sound. It's bad sound, but it's big sound. <laughs> big equals bad, people. Uh, so anyway, um, imagine if. At that same volume, they were playing the same fucking tune. That would be amazing. God. They were playing God Bless America. What was the other one? Da, na, 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 na. What was the other one they played? Some other American tune. Whatever it was. <sighs> so that's rough. I wonder, was there a day in our past when we first started where it would be like, and I'm sure it probably was. I will admit that. Where I'm like, I was. I would have been so like, hey, bagpipes, that's awesome. I would have loved that. Probably back in 2000-ish. Oh, you're talking about you would listen to that? Me and, and you. Whoever. Anybody that was brand new. I don't think so, though, because we didn't... And, and this is going to get snarfy as fuck, right? But we were musicians who played other instruments before we played pipes. True. And so there's a... You, the understanding of harmony versus discord... Or in this case, I would say the understanding of uh, symphony versus cacophony is kind of inherent because you've played you played another shit, right? Like even if I mean, people wouldn't know it, but even playing like metal bands and shit, that's technical, and everything's got to go together. Even if even if it's just a guitar, a bass, a drum, wailing super hard, super fast, and one guy going like, there's a lot that goes into that. True. Yeah, it's not. Well, if you're a punk band, maybe otherwise. But other than that, um, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say the bands I played in probably skewed more towards a punk side. Punk bands are like the service bands of the metal. Field. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they consider themselves the service bands. No, of the they metal definitely field. don't. They just their lyrics are definitely not about the same thing. Different genre, <laughs> but just I just mean the cacophony of sound that they create. Uh, but it's like those, nobody bothers to tune their instruments; they're just making noise. It's one of those things where it's like, man, fuck, like. And here's, here's, and this kind of will gently, or maybe very harshly, lead into the topic of the week. Um, I am interested, because I know a lot of people who play in service bands, and it very rarely stops me from giving them shit. But I also know like the attention to detail that they use in their jobs. You get a group of people in a profession that... Um, in high stakes, high stress scenarios, have to apply an incredible level of training, analytical detail, and accuracy to their jobs. Mm-hmm. Cop, fire, EMS, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, just do that when you're at practice. <laughs> just do the same thing. We're about to get to that. So, Fusco. Why don't you... The topic of the week came from you. Do you have another clip to play, or do you want to introduce it? Let's let's introduce it, and then we'll play the clips as we go. Okay. So, 
it's still we're still on the service ban thing. We're gonna keep hammering that. Yeah, this is our bread and butter, people. This is why people uh, give us money on Patreon. This is why if my house catches on fire, <laughs> nobody's gonna come. Bill will come, but his other his brothers. Won't. Nobody else is gonna come. It's gonna be Bill with an extinguisher. <laughs> It'll be Bill, and like he'll call Cahill, and Cahill will be like, "No, fuck Josh. I yeah. hate that guy." Cahill will be like, "Let it burn." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so here's where this all started, and it's just a coincidence that all this shit fell on all the same week. So. There's a lot of drama in the Las Vegas Valley between pipe bands. I'm letting you navigate this minefield because <laughs> some of these motherfuckers may choose if I get hired. <laughs> I know. Let me let me do all the talking. All right, no, no, no. I mean, feel free to, to color commentate. But um, <laughs> so let's see. There's uh, let's give a let's give a broad overview of the Vegas Valley, shall we? So in Las Vegas, which is a fairly sizable city, probably 2.2 million people or so, we have. Let's talk fire departments. We have Clark County Fire Department. Accurate. We have the City of Las Vegas Fire Department. Yes. We have the North Las Vegas Fire Department. Yes. And we have the Henderson Fire Department. Accurate. Police departments, we have North Las Vegas Fire Department. All the same spots. Almost. Henderson Fire Department. Yep. And the Metro. Metropolitan I'm sorry. I was saying fire department. Police. So North Las Vegas, Henderson, and Metro, which... And also sheriffs and county. We don't have sheriffs. Sheriffs are Metro. And... No, no, no. We don't have a... We don't have. Or no, we don't have county. We have we have sheriff and HP. We have highway patrol, yeah. which is state police. Yeah. So, but they all and marshals. Their, yeah, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Marshals <laughs> and federal and federal courts. There's a lot of there's police. a lot of cars with fucking sirens on it. Let's, Let's put it that way. But the ones that we care about: Metro, North Las. Not that we don't care, but you know what I mean. Metro, North Las Vegas, Henderson, and state police, right? Um, which is you know, so Metro does Greater Las Vegas. Those are the ones you see on TV, basically. So anyway, they're the ones shooting. So anyway, bec- oh, so we have those departments, right? So we also have in our pipe band world, we have a city of fire, city of Las Vegas fire department pipe band, more or less. Yeah. We have like a guy or two that plays in the Clark County fire department. Yep. We have a couple people that play in the North Las Vegas police band. Accurate. We have a, a few people play in Henderson police. Several, several honor guards as well. And or Henderson fire. And then we have a couple guys in Metro, right? Now, the bands are actually, they actually have split off into groups. So there's the Emerald Society Police and Fire Pipe Band, which is actually made up of mostly police. There's the City of Las Vegas Fire Department Pipe Band. And then there's us, Las Vegas Pipe Band. That's also, really also the Emerald Society Pipe Band takes civilians. They do. They're not just police. They Their charter is to be open to everything. Yeah. But they started as a police band. Yeah. And they were actually started, Bill informed me of this recently, that... Um, I forgot about this. No, no, no. He was just telling me the history of their band. That they started because there was those... Remember those two cops that got killed in the um, pizza joint? Yeah. Mm, seven yep. years ago or so? Like, when that funeral happened, that brought that Brought band everybody together. together. Yeah. So, um, so which is great. Like, the, it, it... I mean, it's terrible those guys died, but, like, it brought those guys into making this thing happen, right? So, which is fine. So, there's basically three major groups in town. With people have associations with other departments, but they all sort of form under one group or another. And okay. and with the band that should not be named, we kind of waffle back and forth between like professional, professional, amicable, friendly, and hostile relationships with most of these groups. Uh, through the years, on and off, yes, it just it just changes. <laughs> it's been hostile this. for a while. It changes with the seasons. Yeah, it does. And this we're <laughs> this is where this all goes. Uh, so that's a little bit of a background. So. We have been the enemy for years now, mostly because of me, a little bit because of you, but mostly because of me, in the sense that 
years ago, we tried to bring everybody together. Like we we remember when we changed our sets to try to accommodate the fire department band because yeah. that's what they used to play at their um, Colorado. Well, because we had and we had a couple of events that we were uh, collabing on. We would collab on like nine eleven, yep. a couple different things, whatever. Uh, what was the other thing? Like I wasn't St. Patrick's Day, but it was something around there. Anyway, a couple different things. So we added like tune store sets because they would play. For example, Green Hills Battles Over, Belmoral. We used to just play Green Hills Battles Over. Yep. We added Belmoral because we wanted to be able to play with them. It's like, all right, we're people that are highly interested in learning music, so we'll take on the brunt of adding music to our sets. Because it's not going to fuck It's not going to fuck us it's up. Not gonna, yeah, it's probably not going to be a problem. No. So we did all that. And then, like, eventually, like, I started wanting to have standards. Like, all right, people like got to show up to practice. Like and, a fucking asshole. And yeah, like a complete asshole. I wanted, I wanted people to actually practice and be prepared for things. And then it all went wrong eventually. So there was pipe majors of all the groups and all the egos couldn't get along. And nobody wanted to be told what to do by a civilian because they're police and their fire department. They're important in their departments, which is fine. But it's, it's possible that maybe somebody knows something more than you do because that's actually what they do. And study. Well, and it's also, it's one of those things where it's like, you weren't telling them how to police or put out fires. No, by no means. I used to if, go <laughs> if, they, if they if they told you, "Hey, Fusco, here's how you put out a fire," you'd be like, "Okay, I trust your judgment because you're a pro at this." <laughs> I used to go shooting with the pipe major of the Emerald Side Band. This was before that existed, because he was a cop, and I was fully humble. Like, teach me how to fucking yeah. shoot better, dude. Like, oh, teach I remember I learned this. I, he he had a um, AK-47 that we would shoot in the fucking middle of nowhere. He's like, no, you can't. Like, I put my elbow. Yeah. He's like, no, your no. elbow's supposed to be down. Like, yeah, don't don't like, chicken dude, wing it. Don't uh, chicken wing it and see grip for God's sake. I'm okay that I don't know this. Like, guess what? I don't know. You know guns, and I I've shot guns in my life, but I'm not a professional. Yeah. Now I'm that a, you've I'm now okay that you've that. shown me how to operate an assault rifle, let me show you how to do a D throw <laughs> properly, <laughs> right? And, and okay, I, I just don't understand. All right, people have their issues, whatever. So it all went wrong. Years and years ago, seven years, five, I don't know, a long time ago. And we all broke off into our separate groups. And that's, the Emerald Society went on their own way. They hated us, hated us, hate us still to this day. Still talk shit about us constantly, uh, which hey, I have. fuck you, I'm pretty well liked. Uh, I wouldn't say that. But, may, I mean, some some people, dude, there's, this is, this so much stuff. <laughs> Go into this. Stick to the script. So then there's the fi- City of Fire Department guys, which... Was the original group we tried to connect with back in the day, and yeah. and um and they decided they didn't really want to be part of the Animal Society. They want to do their own thing. And then there's us, the civilians, the dickheads. So this a couple weeks ago, two three weeks ago now, a state trooper, um, Nevada Highway Patrol, whatever state state police mm-hmm. officer died. He was died uh, killed, killed in line, in line of, of duty. Yeah, he was he was hit by a car by a, a criminal trying to get away essentially, and um. He he lived for a couple of days, but then eventually passed away. And then they just they had this funeral. And so what happened was, a whole city turned out for this procession. For oh yeah. yeah, well just like any like huge. any of these, I've done these in the past. We, huge. We've participated in these in the past back when we weren't the enemy, and it's like huge. Like they make a big deal of it, just like any city, I'm sure. So um, so, so what happened was the week before this all happened, I start getting notifications from. I have people on the end, and I know some people around the town, and I'm just always aware well, of I things. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, we still keep in contact with a ton of I people. Still fr- I still have friends with you. Like, a ton of people some guys hate bands. me, but some guys are still friendly with me, and they still send me gigs, and they still send me, hey, I can't, uh, will you do this funeral? I'm not comfortable doing it, blah, blah, blah. Some, and those some, guys, of the, some of the people in these groups are just bros. 
Yeah. But also they're aware that like they know their limitations. Like I shouldn't do this funeral. You, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. Okay, great. Perfect. I, I love those guys. Granted, it gives me more business, but also you know your limitations, which is a big part of what we're about to get into. So anyway, this guy passes away. It's unfortunate. A week before the funeral, this is what I find out. The Emerald Society, which is tied to the Metro Police Department, um, is in charge of the honor guard for this funeral. Uh, and the Emerald Society is going to play. They hold a rehearsal the Monday before the service is on Friday. They have a rehearsal on a Monday before this funeral. They don't tell, apparently they don't tell the city of fire department about this. After this happens, <laughs> they then send out an email saying anybody that wasn't there can't participate. Can't participate. So the way it looks to the city guys oh, is that like these cue, guys held a secret practice and they didn't the, tell us. Cue the gossip girl music. Oh like. my God. Do you have any of that? Like, <laughs> no. play. so there's so much drama, like ridiculous XOXO drama. XOXO gossip. <laughs> it's so fantastic. And I'm just like, I'm finding out about this third hand, but like, I'm, I'm like, I'm in the know. I know what's going Fuck. on. So like, supposedly they have the secret practice and who knows if that's true. Maybe he told people, I don't know. Um, but so they're all pissed off. So all these messages and emails and things are flying around because everybody's well, and, upset and a bunch of different people are cluing you in because correct you still have because i still have connections yeah. with people yeah I'm, i used to teach these people for the most part every now and then yeah. somebody needs an emergency read they don't want to burn their bridge they still contact like hey man you gotta read blah, blah, you got some blah, blah, blah. And i always got everything right so so anyway i just hear things i i drink and i hear things <laughs> <laughs> and hitting the chain rain store fall 2025 <laughs> So, um, and so, okay, so this is what happens, right? So all this drama is going on. All these city fire department guys are hating on the Emerald Society guys for not telling them that there was this practice and they all want to participate. Like they, like the, like a line of duty death a is big, a huge a deal. deal. And everybody's involved. Everybody should be in the Valley if they're a um, public service department, whatever yeah. you want to call it. So these guys are pissed, right? And, and so that there's a couple things that happen. One the guy in charge of the Emerald Society says something like, you know, I'll take responsibility for this. I should have communicated better. It's my bad. Um, but given the short-term turnaround, you know, if you weren't there for the practice, we just think it's too difficult to try to do it on a day, blah, blah, blah. Which, which sounds reasonable. It's not outside until, the realm. And we'll get into the details. It sounds reasonable at first. Like if we, okay, one... Well, let's tell me tell a story, and then we'll go back to this. Oh well, well no, but I think I think it's important to elaborate like during right. So okay, like put in the same situation, mm -hmm. theoretically, if people hadn't made the practice and it was that close, and you don't practice often, you haven't seen people in a while, a similar decision would be made. However, it's not hard to get in touch with folk. So the the idea of uh, well, I I just fucked up letting everybody know there was a practice. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. So Call them bullshit on that one. And and everybody did. A bunch of guys called out bullshit on that. Like, you could have told us you did this on purpose. I mean, if it was the same situation and we had a four-day turnaround and it was that important, you and I would have been texting, calling every fucking person. Everybody. On, we wouldn't have just... Whatever like, the communication line was, we, we would wouldn't have, have just, it. like, put it on the band app and expected people to check it. We would have been like, hey... I would have copied Four it days, copied SOS, it like... Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, which is remarkable considering how much they hate us for actually doing that sort of thing, right? We we would I have made that same call, and so the call that he made, con, 
of like, if you weren't there, you're not participating. I would have done exactly the same 100%. thing. hundred percent. And I, I did the same thing. And that's why I'm the enemy. Like if you're not there, you're not, in. you're not in. And some guys had to work. Okay. So you do the next one. It's okay. You know, I get it, but like, you're not entitled to do it just because you work for the department. Motherfucker. We used to fucking go to people individually when they couldn't make stuff, when it was important. Dude, I, I would make win. so, I would make so many efforts. I would have people over my house. I'll tune you. Come over my house. I will tune you. We'll we did, be ready for I the did next shit. One. I'd go I across the street. The I'd do, I'd go across the street when, uh, Bill was working and he'd text me. He'd be like, Hey, are you home? I'm like, yeah. And he'd be like, uh, can you come like help me with this thing real quick? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm across the street. Yeah. But I'm talking 10 years ago, way before that. We used to like go out of our way to include these guys. Cause uh, I thought they were I used cool to go dudes, to their department, man. like tell all you guys to go to this department. I will drive there. And we'll do a we clinic. Will, we'll do a separate practice for these guys so they know what's about to happen. Yeah. And we'll they tune everybody up. We'll do maintenance shit. All that. Like we'll sort it out. And still couldn't do it, right? So anyway, I still offer. So anyway, that's not the point. This guy makes the call. Fair enough. You weren't there. You can't play. I would have done the same thing. Yep. However, it's fair. Did he do it on secret? I don't know. Like if he did, that's shitty. But I don't know. So anyway, service goes down, right? And this is where it gets interesting, and we're going to play the first clip. It gets so hairy. They play twice. I'll play the first clip first. The first thing they do is, so they play as the coffin's entering. Okay. Uh, so here's the first clip. Oh, man, they're getting on blast today. I'm going to get some angry emails. Oh, we're getting all kinds of angry emails. Here we go. Now, this is on TV. This is local news everywhere. Do you mean to punch it on my end? Or no, they're walking in, so it's going to get louder. They're coming around the corner. It's all right. I'll, I'll dial it down as we get close. Hey, it's Ken Mish right in front. Out of step. Cool. What's that note? Don't know. Here comes the coffin. Oh, good harmonies. The wife, right in the front of the screen. <laughs> So we don't need to hear the whole thing. So one. Unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's not the worst thing by any means I've ever heard. So not even as bad as some of the fail clips. No, that we played all. right not before. I mean, there's some people definitely playing wrong notes and B's are wildly out or something. I don't know what's going on there, but. I think it's mostly notes. I think like. it is too. However, what did they just play? Uh, that was the three, four set. So right. it was retreat marches. Green Hills battles over. Huh. What shit did they play that anybody wouldn't know that they're all prepared for? The, the sets that, so the the message that went out was we trying to get people in on arrangements that they did not practice would be too difficult to do on the day. So you couldn't show up on the day and play mass band tunes. Correct. That was the message. What? That's 
<laughs> they just fairly, played Green Hills Battles already. It's fairly sus. I imagine they're going to Balmoral after that. I don't know. I didn't and, listen to the whole And thing. then I'm assuming a, an Amazing Grace. Oh, we're getting Amazing Grace, yes. And Amazing Grace. That was the two things that I heard so on four the tunes, three hours of the news. Coverage. Four tunes that every swinging dick in the world knows Pat. Should know, theoretically. And it's possible that they don't. And maybe this pipe major knows that they don't know. However, and this is where things go haywire for me, is there's everybody's at fault. And I'll tell you why. You're going to get me dude, uh, it's, blackballed. Dude. You're going to get me blackballed from <laughs> careers. City City of Las Vegas is not involved in this, so you're okay. Um, so here's where this goes wrong for me. So many, so many ways. But one, okay. You didn't play anything that nobody should be prepared for, right? So you, you played the same shit that you guys have played since we were in the band 12, 10 years ago. You've when played the same shit you've played. Prepped, we prepped this shit 10 years ago. You've played you've played the same shit that you've played since you first picked up a bagpipe. Correct. Green Hills and Battles Over, maybe Balmoral. I don't know. Balmoral's a math band? Who cares? Like, it, they should probably know. Nah. So there's two things at fault here. One, that's ob- you just proved that it's obviously bullshit, that you that was what you said was bullshit. Like, we're preparing sets that you weren't there to pre- pre- prep for. And the no. sets were mass band three fours. No, right. No. <laughs> it's like, One, like, yeah, no. everybody knows those. Two, let's go, let's, let's look at the other guys at fault. If you guys just practiced on the regular, you wouldn't have to practice for this session. Meaning, the only time these bands get together to rehearse, if you will, is when they're preparing for something like this. And that's goddamn shameful to me. Like, you should be prepping every week. Maybe All right, let's, let's give you benefit of the doubt. Every two weeks, in case, not even case, the next time this happens. Because it's going to happen. We, we're a major fucking city. Everybody Police dies. and fire are going to die on active duty. This is... You should be prepping. It's goddamn shame. This is what... This is why we're the enemy. Because we actually prepare. Like... I'm not a fire guy. I'm not a police department. I've never been in the military. But these guys deserve to have something good at the end. Uh, when, when The family deserves something good. The whatever family it deserves is. something. Like whatever, whole, and whatever you believe, right? That's the biggest thing. Um, I mean, service. The term, this guy gave the his term, fucking life trying to stop a, 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 a crim... Uh, he, he, it was, what's, uh, what's the word? I'm totally drawing a blank. Well, <sighs> he was a criminal, but the... Bad, the really bad kind, the uh, well, not misdemeanor, felony. Felony. He yeah. was he was he had stolen a car, he'd robbed a bank or some shit, whatever it was, and he was driving a getaway car, and they were trying to stop him on the highway, and the guy ran over this fucking cop trying to stop him, right? Like, that's as bad as it gets, essentially, right? That's, I mean, what the fuck are you guys doing? That like this is, and when you hear Amazing Grace, like this isn't that bad, but it just points out the high the point. Like, all right, city guys. Be prepared in case this happens because they're gonna, gonna they're gonna call on you. Just have a fucking practice every two weeks. Well, here here's like, what are you doing? Because because I can I can see for a rare moment, you actually give a shit. I absolutely give a shit. And so <laughs> so one of the things I want to talk about here is uh, it really is preparation, right? I mean, because you you mentioned at the beginning of uh, that bit that you went on that like yeah you're like you're not a fire guy or a or a police guy, but you respect the fucking danger these people put themselves in. Of course. And you respect the sacrifice of these people. Of course. If if you if somebody called you, if someone died tonight and called you tomorrow to play a gig in two days, 
you'd be there. You'd be there. You'd be ready to do it. You'd knock it. I mean, it's the same thing that the... I'd be prepared. because it's the same I, thing that like the wake guys do, right? Correct. Like, because their whole thing's for our fallen, you know, that's... That's and, a mission. And they're, and they're like, in my opinion, they're the gold standard of service. Uh, in the U.S., for sure. And 100%. probably elsewhere. <laughs> but I don't know. But And so that's one of those things. Like, why not aspire to that gold standard to where... Like, and and it's, not, it's not even just like being ready to play a funeral. They do so much more shit. They play... Every they do they some, play college graduations, they, do, they play police graduations, fire graduations. They do graduations, they do fundraisers, they work they work in tandem with the community so incredibly well. Mm-hmm. And I hate to suck the dick at Joe Brady, but fucking A, they're doing it right. And that's one of those things. Like if it was and the frustrating thing that and correct me if I'm mistaken, the frustrating thing for you is the fact that you're still putting the work in and then having to watch these kinds of displays where it's in my, the thing that frustrates me is it's just fucking disrespectful to the family. Like the, if that, yeah, that's part of it. That's not my major thing, but I, that's part of it for sure. In my opinion, it's disrespectful to family to yeah. do something like that. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. Could you imagine? And you know, when I'm 175 and I finally kick it, if the band at my, if the band at my funeral was shit, <laughs> Well, if it's us, it's going to be shit, to be fair. <laughs> well, I don't think Enver is flying that's in for your you, That's because you'd be 250. <laughs> I'd be dead. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, man, like, and I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the psychology here. Because it's obviously people who we have not been able to get along with at a basic scale, aside from, like, going out and getting bevs. Because mm-hmm. I try constantly. You know me. I'm fucking... What's what's the phrase that people use on the show uh, when Josh gets political, and it's just like, oh, like no, like everybody's fine, like we'll all we'll all get along, we'll all do well together. That's one of the traps that you fall in, but it's also just like, dude, like, what are you doing? And everybody fucks up, but if every time you go out you fuck up, you're just not good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And what would you do in that scenario? Like, if if you were playing like shit for some reason. Like, you were ill, your pipes were cracked, whatever, and someone offered you that gig, what would you do? I would say no. Would You'd refer it. I would refer it to somebody. You'd refer it to yeah. someone else. Absolutely. I've done that. I've had, I've, had, I've had times where I'm like, I if I do this, especially when it's a celebration of life where it's like someone, someone passed away, like, yeah, you don't want to fuck that up. If you fuck up a wedding, everyone's going to get drunk after anyway. It may not be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But this is different. It's just it just hits different, and I don't think that the gravity's respected. It's not, and that's what bothers me about it. And that's why we're assholes. But well, we're assholes for a lot of reasons. But it's not only the gravity of it. Okay. We're assholes for because we're alcoholics. Well, because okay. we think we're better than everyone else. <laughs> well, we are. But uh, we're alcoholics, and we're better than everybody else. But um, no, the, the gravity is for real. The the family matters, and your ego is is inconsequential in this situation and when we get to the amazing great thing this is exactly my point um well that's my question like, what's, more, this is, what's more important uh so let's say that i offer you the same gig what's more important is what's more important being on tv or delivering a respectful service to a fallen person like it should be delivering a respectful service right i've played a thousand services for Marines, fucking every like Marines, everything. fire, police, uh, civilians, everything. 
And the biggest thing for me is always like, I don't give a fuck if there's a camera on me. I'm not playing for the camera. Right. Correct. I'm playing for the person crying that's about to get a fucking flag. Correct. Right. Exactly. And so don't dick it no, up. No, <laughs> like, come on. I don't want to like go too far over the whole virtue signaling thing. Like I get that every, we all have our own reasons to do things, right? There's, there's always some level of ego that says, I can handle this. But there's also the level of like, like know yourself a little bit and like, all right, I might just be a little, I might be overshooting this one a little bit. Like what was the one that we went off on years ago? Like, was it the McCain Piper? Was it that one? Oh yeah. That's a great example. Like, and that was like as front and center as it could be. Like, just give that one up, man. There's like, there's a million guys in Arizona. If you're going to shit your pants the whole time, there's a million, give it up. Not even a million. There's like 10 or 15 zillion times better players in Arizona alone. That would probably take that gig. No problem. Now, so, here's the. Here's but would it, would you have shit your pants at that gig? Would I? You mean would I have fallen apart like he did? Or I would, do I? Would no, I literally shit my pants? No, like I would. Like I would have. I would have been shitting myself, but I wouldn't have fallen I, apart. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I, I'm sure I would have been nervous, but I. W- it would still happen because I would have been prepared. What do we always say? If you don't, you don't rise to the occasion. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> let, let's talk a couple other cliches. If you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail, or whatever. Goddamn. Whatever cliche you want to say. And if you miss the Green Hills practice, you don't get to go play. <laughs> but but here's the thing, guys. <laughs> practice every week or every two weeks, and and you 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 have four sets: Green Hills, Scott and the Brave, Amazing Grace, and whatever. Going home. That's probably the most popular fire department sets of all time, probably right in the entire country. Pre- like prepare, prepare for that because you know it's coming. Like, and instead of scrambling a week before, like, that's what drives me fucking bananas. It's like, you guys are waiting to the last minute, and and none of you have touched your pipes in a month or yeah. more. Or probably six months to a year. Like, you can tell that because when you hear people play solo, you can't hide anymore, bro. Like, so... <laughs> it's really just unfortunate. Honestly, the only victims here are, you know, one, the general... Uh, cultural perception of bagpiping which these are the kinds of things that <laughs> well that's the other thing that's my 51 percent versus my 49 percent. like yeah 49 percent is like the family this this wife is about to get a flag or the mother or whatever it is 51 percent is the perception of piping is you were just on the news twice and now everybody thinks piping is that sounds like shit and now when they come to me and they're like there's a couple things like maybe oh, can i you play, maybe i don't want bagpipes <laughs> can you can you play um if you think I'm sexy on your bag on the bagpipes for my wedding, like no, no, I can't. I won't. <laughs> not well, that I can't. Yeah, I, I like, won't. I've had a few of those. Where it's like it's not that I can't do it. I'm just not going yeah, to. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like it's, it's funny, but I'm not. I don't take my profession as a joke. I have a third. I don't know. I have a third possibility that uh, just being political, Josh, that I will levy. It could be. And this is a this is a fucking moonshot. Oh boy. It could be that the uh, intensity, reverence, and internal kind of sadness that these people were experiencing on the day of that kind of an event caused poor performance. That's possible. Sure. That's possible. It's a moonshot. It's like a 3% chance. I disagree, but it's possible. I just want to make sure that that's out there in the lexicon. Because it's one of those things where it's like, that could be it. Could be it. Could be it. But again, if you're always prepared... That will never be the case. Guarantee you, 
Eric Riggler never has that problem, or whoever, wherever the president's piper is. Which so now that we've now that we've uh, created seven thousand more enemies. Oh, we've uh, got a lot of enemies. Now. <laughs> but let, you, let, where let's do you go to the next. The let's go to the next clip. So oh, fuck, we have another. It's oh, not yeah. the same thing, is it? It's the same group, and it's Amazing Grace. Trust me, this needs to be said. And gonna we're going to make a lot of enemies. So I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> so there's two things I want to say before this. One, I thought I thought about this, and I haven't reached out to him yet, but it crossed my mind to reach out to the pipe major of the Emerald Society and be like, hey, man, I, I heard all this shit happen. I hear you're essentially the most hated person in the val- piper in the valley now. Congratulations, you took over for me. By the way, he was responsible for everybody hating me, even though I taught him um, back in the day. Like, not hey, very, man, not like, well we enough, pretty, apparently. We were pretty good friends. Like, him and I, we had a great time together. Like I remember. We used to... I, very good. And then I, all of a sudden, I it played, all turned. I played with this dude, and we had a great time, and he was a cool dude. Very much so. Very much so. And then it all turned, and I don't remember exactly why, what the exact moment was. And it all turned be- because, like, we wanted to make a call. Like, this, these people shouldn't... Like, and he couldn't do that. He's like, oh, I can't allow that. Fusco. Like, well, then I don't want to be part of this. Like... I have an interesting query. Go ahead. Before we get into something that's going to make me just shut off the live stream for our audience's ears' sakes. Should we olive branch? After everything's happened, right? Once upon a time, we were tight with these people. Oh, it's oh, I've absolutely thought about this. I know what you're going to say. But and I, and uh, the worst case scenario, right, is we get told to fuck off right back where we are. Well, unless they listen to this, they're definitely gonna tell us to fuck off. But either way, it's an honest Worst review. Case, this is my honest review. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I, ha- I don't have an axe to grind. This is reality. Well, anybody that knows you knows that you, you don't really take anything personally. Like it's not in your wheelhouse. And I don't give anything personally either. It's like, it's just my observation. It's of like what's a bagpiping robot with an alcoholism and farting problem. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I have nothing against any of these people. Like I would love to be friends with all these guys because we used to have a great. time. Well, the only thing that ruins your friendship is bagpiping. <laughs> Correct, because I have standards. Like it's okay. You don't have to be fucking brilliant. You just gotta fucking put some effort in. So, so do you think? And and uh, I don't know if this would be make a better ending, so we can edit around it. And by we, I mean you. But do you think that uh, at least we could say we tried if we reached out? Well, like I was saying, I, and we could just be like, "Hey, we saw the tapes." Well, this is I. I was I mentioned this to a, somebody recently. And everybody like, hates your guts, and you've I've thought about reaching you've obviously out. Obviously, shot your shot a hole in your own fucking boat for well, no goddamn yeah, reason. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna reach out to him and say, hey man, like I heard about the heard about the drama, saw the performance, blah blah blah, whatever. Tough call to make, but I get it. I would have done the same thing. Oh yeah, I did do the same thing, and that's why you hate me. Duh. I think I like, think guess that what, bro? Like, but if you and I thought like if you ever want to talk about it, now we're in the same boat. Like. Now That's he's a good mo- move, you know, like, and I'm okay. Like, I don't, I don't dislike this person. I don't hate him. There's guys in that band that annoy the shit out of me, but I don't hate there's, this guy. There's in people particular. in your own band that annoy the shit out of well, you. That's yeah. true. Like, like people in general, but, <laughs> but so here's here, a couple other things. Updates. One, it's been floated by me. Let's put it by that. Like that these. the other group, the city guys are so upset with these guys that they want to bring us in on now on nine 11, just to st- stick a thorn in the side of the Emerald Society and not bring them in on 9-11? I would just rather do it so it sounds good. Because this year's 20 years anniversary of 9-11. And, there, and this was floated by me. I'm like, hmm. And there should be some fucking reverence. We haven't been included in 9-11 in 10 yeah, years. Probably. There should be some reverence, and it should be commemorated with music that doesn't sound like a dog pound on fire. Or at least let's make our best effort to not do that. 
right? It wouldn't and let's be bring hard. in some people that actually maybe have a clue on how to. However, when you have people that don't prepare, there's almost nothing you can do. Oh, right? we'll make it prepare. You can't. These you, they're not going to listen to us. And nine eleven is what three weeks away. And I'm not going to be there. I'm out of town. It's on you. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good good luck having me whip into shape all the people who I may work for. So. How, right. Exactly. <laughs> However. I have, I told this guy, hey, man, like, I'm fully open to this idea. Like, I don't hate anybody. Like, I would love for everybody to come together. However, I still have standards. Like, that's not going to change. I'm, I'm rubbing off on you too hard, man. No, it's not this that. Is the I've same, always been this way. This is the same kind of shit when I talk about, like, you know, working with the game, the different games people and all this bullshit. It's like, yeah, like, no, it's I'm, different. I'm, I'm dispassionate about you being an asshole. I just want the, I want overall the quality to be better. I absolutely I do want the quality to be better. My standards are not going to change just because I want to be friends with you or friendly. Like I want to I did that 12 years ago. Like like let's all come together and form this like it, it wasn't like a separate entity. It's just like all right, the city guys and the police guys and the desert sky guys are all going to come together when it when need be. Like when the uh, governor died, uh, Kenny Gwynn died, we all came together and played for that funeral. Uh, it, it was, was good, previous to everybody game. hitting each other, yeah. right? It was not too long after that that it fell apart. But like, we can all work together. I remember that gig, uh, Native Nevadan. So Gwynny was always a big fi- figure. Uh, Huge I got, I got, to, I got to shake uh, Harry Reid's hand. It was a weak ass handshake. <laughs> no, a huge, big, big time name in Nevada politics for a long time. But like, that was a big deal. Like Metro was in charge. We were just there to support it i used to be i a just much stood more, there and did what i was told it used to be a much more collaborative relationship i think it that's what we're be. getting at it used to be i think that we need all of the pipe majors and players of the disparate service and civilian pipe bands to go to couples therapy together what about this it's never going to happen what about this i will use chanter rant money to do an episode with the pipe majors of the disparate service and civilian bands here in Las Vegas and have it moderated by a professional uh, relationship counselor. <laughs> Good luck. It's <laughs> never going to happen. I my, mean, my thought was... What a bit. What a bit would that be? My thought was when I messaged this pipe major of the other band, like, hey, man, we're in the same boat now. Like, what, if you ever want to talk about it, I'm... Like, I know what you're feeling right now. You're the most hated guy in Vegas, Piper in Vegas. By the way, if you ever want to come to show, let's talk about it on the show. <laughs> well, the big thing, the big thing for Especially. me is always like, as a, as a person, and it's weird, right? Like, I always have a different view on this because as a person who's fucked up a lot, I don't really hold people to the fire that much for fucking up, right? Because it's like, yeah, like, I've fucked up 100,000 million times and in worse ways. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is like, you know, do the normal thing. Like, hey, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I I this is what this was my intention. If my if I, and obviously that was wrong. Like, obviously I fucked up. So just get that over with. As soon as you get that shit over with, guess what? Fist bump. Go back to making uh pipe bands in Las Vegas great again. I'll print you hats. <laughs> You're way too optimistic, but that's fair. I get given given the options of optimism and pessimism, I have no choice. Otherwise, I would just sit uh, sit in my room listening to Elliot Smith uh, crying in my whiskey glass. Like I gotta I gotta try to think things can always be better. <laughs> Not that I don't still love me some Elliot Smith, but only on my cry days. 
I don't know who that is, but I'll let you I'll let you slide on that one. Give me your guns before you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, Bosco, I, we got to wrap this show up because we're two hours in. I say I have an idea. You ready for this? I'm ready. I say we play it out on the amazing grace of this band. Oh no! We'll just that's a we'll down end, note. We'll end it there, and then you be the judge. Okay. Uh,